0: Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris, and I run 4x400, an e-commerce D2C holding company that, what do we do? We acquire, operate and grow e-commerce brands uh, online. I do this intro so many times and I still get it wrong so consistently. Um, Anyway, I'm so glad you're with us today, with me today. I have another 31 bits storyline update for you and uh, spoiler alert, It is not good news. So uh, I'm going to tell you about it anyway. Uh, Not everything's a win. And uh, here we go. Well, I said it in the intro, and it's true. Uh, Since I last got on the mic to tell you how it's going with this 31-bits relaunch and where we're at with this project, it has gone a lot worse really fast. I told you last week, I was hoping for about $1,000 a day. We hit that almost exactly for the first six days on our relaunch and then just immediately fizzled out, just immediately. So since I last recorded, and as I was telling you that we've done a total of about 1200 bucks. Now, again, there's no ad spend against this or anything. So, and the inventory is long paid for and, and all those things, but it is just, well, it's, it's just not a total disaster, but it's just well, well below what I had hoped for. And the reason I had hoped for more revenue over this time with no ads or anything like that is that we had a pretty decently aggressive campaign set up on social and email for us to um, tell people about not only Uganda closing down in general, but also just the, um, the products that were no longer going to be available. So, um, you know, if, by the way, if you're just coming into my podcast now, you're going to want to probably go backwards a few episodes to hear kind of about what's going on with this Brand 31 Bits that we acquired, but at least go back one week to kind of hear the context of of where we're at, because uh, that'll help you a lot. But in any case, in these last few days, um, we had sent emails, we've we've posted, and we've done kind of all of this uh, stuff, all sort of hitting two buckets of the approach to 31 Bits right now. One of them is storytelling to celebrate the work that we've done, celebrate customers, celebrate the good work that's happened in Uganda in our program there and sort of say, look at how awesome this has been. And that's been via email and social, really highlighting specific women who have come through in Uganda, specific women who've come through the 31 Bits program, whose lives have really been changed uh, through the work that uh, Callie and Jesse and the 31 Bits team had done before us. So there's that. Um, And then uh, on the other hand, also just highlighting some products, particularly some of our most popular products of all time from the Uganda collection and some of our um, low stock products, just stuff that we're running, you know, less than 10 available kind of stuff. Um, And I really expected some of that to move the needle a little bit more to be able to say this is never coming back once it's gone. And initially it did, but uh, pretty quickly pretty quickly, I think people probably bought what they wanted and, and scooped up what they wanted and then just have kind of moved on. And so now what you're stuck with is a website that's out of stock on tons of products from Bali that are all our most popular products and a bunch of other products that are just not moving. Um, and uh, and that's not, in some ways, not too surprising, right? Because again, this program was shut down essentially because products from Uganda just couldn't move fast enough. So especially when I marked them all back to full price, it uh, just it just wasn't going to work that well. It turns out for as long as I wanted. I had thought some of that was was because of a slowdown in messaging that our email and social was going to uh, pick back up and allow us to do a better job of getting that, those products in front of people. But it, it turns out to be, I think, more than that. It turns out to also be uh, a problem of product. Um, even as we've rebuilt parts of the site and made things more beautiful, uh, told the story better, I just, uh, it just doesn't seem like it's moving. So, So that leaves me in this position of trying to figure out what to do next. Well, there's a couple things with that. One of them is, We have now hired Dave Recook, uh, and I'm gonna probably bring Dave on here at some point to talk a little bit more, but Dave is our new VP of new brands at 4x400. He starts, uh, at the time of this recording, tomorrow, um, and part of his job will be to kind of um, work more closely on 31 bits and really get it integrated. So I actually think that's going to help a lot because it's going to allow there to be more mental energy against the upside of this plan. Now in the short term, we have a pretty clear plan, but Dave's going to be part of the story. I'll, I'll probably bring him on to talk more about this. He's a brilliant guy. Um, he's the head of strategy at an agency for a long time. He'd been in his old agency for 10 years. Uh, I think you're going to really like hearing from him over time and, and, and hearing about Kind of what he's bringing to the table. Super, super smart thinker. So that is a real part of how we're going to try to solve some of these problems. You you get stuff done by hiring great people, and uh, and as good businesses realize, great people are value centers, not cost centers. When I announced to my um, investors that that we had hired a guy who I just really, really believe in to be a, an executive level hire. Um, one of my lead investors r- reached out in response and said, "There's no better way to grow your business than hiring great people." So I'm really glad you're excited about this. That it's it's the most value you can put into into your business, and I really believe that. Uh, essentially, all four x four hundred is, and all your brand is, and and all those things is a long series of problems to solve. And so, the more great problem solvers you have, uh, who can. Uh, do that over a long time and also be great to work with and good human beings, um, the the more effective you're going to be. So I really believe that uh, that that's going to really help a lot. On the more tactical level, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that we're still doing. And I think my biggest takeaway, like my own personal learning from this is that I should have shortened this window of how long I had planned to really focus on this Uganda stuff. I think we probably should have gone two weeks, not four, because now I'm a little nervous that I'm gonna send a lot of email and social out all focusing on stuff that my customers just don't care that much about. Um, our posts aren't even reaching that many people right now. It, it's gonna be a little bit uh, slow. My open rate on sort of my top engagers, or, or even when I, when I only slice off the top, uh, you know, of, of my list to just people who are engaging fairly often is like around 20 to 30%, depending on the email. That's fine, that's not terrible or anything, um, but it's not great. And I was hoping for a little bit better than that as well. So um, yeah, part of part of the thing I should say about my sort of email send strategy in this has been to take this list of 40 or 50,000 people. I think, it's, I think it's somewhere right in the middle of that all told. Uh, but basically, if I email the whole list, I reach about 40,000. Um, if I take that list, Um, my goal was to send pretty aggressively to batch and blast the whole list a few times. Not, Not every time during these emails, we're sending two to three emails a week, so I'm not batch and blasting all of them. But as we grab this brand, start sending pretty aggressively to the list, because in the long term, I'm going to have an email send strategy that is going to be smarter about emailing engagers and being conscious of deliverability and some of those things. But in the short term, one of the things I wanted to do in transition was to sort of figure out what part of my list was really viable and uh, to do that by sending them good new content uh, and see how they respond to it. So in that respect, that's going okay. We're seeing different. Seeing you know, I know that I'm emailing parts of the list that I'm not gonna reach as much of, but even when I do segment off my top tier, people who have engaged with us on the site or opened an email in the last 30 days, uh, we're still seeing only that 20 to 30% open rate. I'm curious what would happen if we really change things. Um, a second takeaway here for me is this brand really is so much about the product. What is going to have to happen for 31 Bits to win uh, in the longer term, is for us to have a regular cadence of offers and products and campaigns that uh, that people are interested in, and and that really focuses especially on the product. I think some offers would help there as well. We could think about a discounting strategy and some of that. But but really, in particular, it's this issue of what is the product. This is ultimately a jewelry brand, ultimately a brand that. Um, that people are gonna have to love the product to wanna buy it because they're gonna wear it and show it to people uh, and all those things. So having a regular cadence of product R- release schedule of campaign schedule. Um, that's a great reason to, of course, email people and to talk to people, and also that's what's ultimately going to sell. So what I'm going to have to do uh, in the long term is is really make sure that we have a really good cadence around that. Um, in the short term, the next thing is to try to generate interest still in this product, and before I move it to like full deep clearance. There's a few ways you could think about the offer. Actually, Dave was talking about this a little bit uh, this week as we were kind of leading up to him really getting going. There's a lot of different things you could do. You could do a buy one, get one 50% off, something like that. You could do a gift with purchase with some of your slower moving product. You could do um, all kinds of stuff. And uh, you could just do a total markdown on the site, of course. Uh, you know, uh, get a discount if you buy over X amount percentage, there's all kinds of ways to frame your discount. What I actually think is uh, what I've currently set up to be the the number one way that I want to do this is to actually move through before I mark and mark a whole collection down is to move through smaller discounts along the way. um, So that so that I can try to have basically have a great reason to keep communicating with my customers. Okay, so this is the third thing I'm doing. Um I'm not going to go straight to clearance on the whole thing what I'm going to do instead is say let's take everything we've done that's a collab we have a collection with Aisha Curry we have a collection with uh, Sadie Robertson and with Bethany Hamilton, these different different uh, people that 31Bits has worked with in the past. Well, what I'm gonna do is say, let's take our collabs and mark those down 25% or something for a week, send a couple emails about that. Now I have a reason to go talk to my customers, put product in front of them in it for an offer that they care about. I think that would be pretty effective. Then after that week, I can mark those products back to full price and move on to Uganda bracelets and say all of our bracelets are ex- whatever. And if we move through each of those offers, um, the biggest thing is instead of saying saying to them 10 times in a row, it's 20% off everything. Here's the same offer and over and over again. It's, hey, have you looked at the bracelets recently? They're low stock and you can get them for a discount. And we've only got a you know, so make sure to come to the site and check that. Hey, have you looked at our collabs recently? Make sure you come look at those and hopefully move people through those a little bit more. And then you could also talk about changing up the offer to buy one, get one, etc. really see which ones of those take off. Um, that's part of the hope here is to engage parts of the audience in the longer term so that as we so as we rebuild the brand, we just have reason to keep reaching out, reason to keep talking, reason to keep putting things in front of people. So that schedule is built out that way. The fourth thing is we need to get ads going and we need to get products restocked for Bali. Um, this, this brand just can't sit and live like this for forever. Um, thankfully, I believe we will be fully restocked by the end of this week. Uh, there's a little bit of an onboarding process with our 3PL here just cause the SKU sets a decent size, but, but we really should have most of that done this week. Um, and even if we're talking a lot of Uganda via email and social, we can start getting our winning ads going again for Bali. And the, the thing about that, that's great in, as far as Uganda project, uh, product goes is that there will be runoff traffic, of course, that people come because they click on a Bali ad, but then they ultimately go and decide they buy to buy a Uganda product. So that will just help things move along a little bit more um, because people will browse the site and and shop all kinds of stuff. It's um, just a part of the strategy, but there you go. And especially, of course, as people come through Bali, give us an email address on our email pop, and then we send out a thing saying, hey, here's 20% off or whatever. Um, Those kinds of things, I think, will really be effective in helping us move product a little bit faster along the way so um, so that's that's the takeaway from this week uh, I, uh, I wouldn't say I'm overwhelmingly discouraged I, I always think things like this are great learning opportunities it helps me with a new brand get a feel for what's working what's not what my customer cares about what they don't and then at the same time, form the larger strategies. We were never going to win this whole game in this month. This is part of the larger part of the process. We were never gonna win this whole game this whole month. So um, so for me, I, I think there's kind of a stay the course mentality, start moving to the next set of, of strategies, get Dave moving because he is going to be able to just dominate with his brand and then um, and then go from there. So that's the plan, hoping, hoping that next week I've got a better report for you. All right, so there it is. Uh, like I said, not not everything can be a big win, and that's all right. Uh, I am uh, really, really excited about, actually, some of the things that are coming next for 31 Bits, including particularly as we kind of build out this Bali product, um, messaging on the site, and those sorts of things. Uh, I am very excited on the brand build side of this. The first part of this with the Uganda side has been very kind of um, in the traditional 31 bit style, which has been a little bit I wouldn't say like um, cheap looking is the wrong word, but it's just not not a particularly elevated jewelry brand. It's not particularly expensive jewelry, so um, so that's why. But we are moving towards higher AOVs, more metal jewelry, getting rid of the paper bead stuff. And that means that we have to move the brand with it. And so one of the things that's coming in the next couple of weeks that I'll be really excited to show and to talk about will be that design. I've seen the initial designs from, from Krista Gregory, our, our excellent graphic designer for 31 Bits. Um, and she has some really cool ideas to make 31 Bits really take a step towards a level of premiumness in its um, price and its presentation and its brand that it hasn't taken before. So that's another fun challenge to kind of be working through as we think about what's going on for this brand. In the meantime, thanks for listening. As always, I would love to hear from you also. As always, reach out to four x 400com you can email me, I read all this, so you can email me directly there. Reach out to me on Twitter at Andrew J. Ferris. Um, and, uh, and I'll just say one more time too, if this has been valuable to you, um, I do not get paid extra for this, so here's the way you could say thanks. Give me a rating and review. Um, I would really appreciate that. Uh, rate and review, that really does help. Um, apparently there's ways to game this sort of thing uh, now, and so I'm gonna look into that because I am of course a tactical e-commerce marketer. Um, but right now I haven't done it and I don't want to. I would rather just have you rate and review and have that work for us. So, um, so yeah. i'm not a big i'm not a big game the reviews guy it just feels so gross and i know people do that but all the black hack tactics on amazon and all that i just hate doing it so let's uh so help me out (laughs) make it so that i don't have to stoop to those levels um and instead i can uh instead i can just uh, have actual real reviews from people. so thank you one more time thank you one more time i will talk to you next week